The relationship seems to be going okay, but then slowly he starts to continue to pull away, getting to the place where it seems like he can't even stand you. Seems like there's an issue between you all all the time and you have no clue why. This happens very often in narcissistic relationships of when the narcissist gets to the place where he's either giving you the silent treatment or he's going to get to the place where he's going to discard you. Oftentimes, it'll even come across as despising you or getting to the place of thinking, I can't stand this person. And how it comes across is that you're repulsive. And this repulsive piece might come across in all aspects. So whether it's walking in and out of the same room, or whether it's sleeping in the same bed together, or whether it's interacting or communicating or driving separately different places. But you get this impression and this idea and this feeling that he can't even stand you and that there must be something wrong. You start to question, you start to wonder, is there actually something wrong with me? Because he's acting like there's something wrong with me. When I ask him, he's not really giving me any information. He's not really telling me or giving me anything to work on. But it still feels like it's my fault because he seems like he's avoiding me. Seems like he's like pushing me away or penalizing me for something that I did that I don't even know that I did. Like this oftentimes is what people have recounted to me as being a struggle in the relationship. Of getting to the place where it feels like the narcissist, the toxic person in their life, can't even stand them. What's actually going on here? Well, let's break it down a little bit so you guys have an idea and a concept of what's actually happening. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net if you want to break free from a trauma bond, the rumination, the guilt, the shame, all the different pieces that pull you back to a toxic relationship. Go to claritychallenge.net to hear from other people who have already been set free and graduated into our Thriver community. But when we talk through this aspect of the narcissist being repulsed by you, Several of you have probably seen this already when you're interacting and you get to a place where he just like seems disgusted and it seems like he can't even stand you anymore. Sometimes there's different aspects of projecting different things onto you where the narcissist is going to project onto you something that he's doing. Like, why are you so upset? Why are you so mad? Why are you so all these different things trying to project these different feelings, opinions, and thoughts and ideas that he's experiencing and putting it on you? Now, when that happens, typically you're going to deny it, right? Because it's not true. It's not something that is actually valid because you're not experiencing whatever feelings or emotions that he's putting on you. But there's also this place of him being frustrated at you that you're even back talking or that you're even disrespecting or that you're even going against what he's saying. And sometimes this comes down to an aspect where the narcissist is viewing you as being disrespectful because of the things you're actually doing. For instance, if you get to a place where you start holding your ground, setting boundaries, oftentimes narcissists will view that as being like, you're disrespecting me. You're just supposed to obey me. You're just supposed to serve me. You're just supposed to be underneath me. So how dare you actually do that? A lot of times it's like, like I'm the king of the castle, like I'm the king. And so as a result, everyone else is supposed to serve. More, more oftentimes with a narcissist, even like I'm a god. Like that's the thought process. Like I'm the best person ever. Everybody's supposed to serve, bow down, do the things that I want them to do. When they don't, it's repulsive. When they don't, how dare you? When they don't, it's like betrayal. Of like, how dare you betray me in doing that? 
How dare you betray me by talking back, by setting a boundary, by being independent, by doing your own thing, like all this kind of things, because it's stepping out of the limits and the bounds of the narcissist controlling you. Narcissist hates that. So sometimes there's this piece of where the narcissist will act like that he can't stand being in the same room as you. And when this is going on, oftentimes it's to create this kind of confusion in your mind, thinking through, what did I do wrong? And we'll see this oftentimes in the aspect of like silent treatment, where sometimes the nurses will give you the silent treatment and will go completely into a place where he's not communicating, he's not talking, he's not interacting, and he's just continuing to go through motions. And you're like, are you going to talk to me? Like, what's wrong? And it could even be like the silent treatment and he's doing like one word answers. It could be the same same aspect okay and with this a lot of times it's trying to get you to understand that you did something wrong that you didn't do but something that's the thought process let me make sure she understands that she's punished for doing something against what i wanted her to do maybe that she went someplace you did something you didn't consult him you didn't respect him all these different things will come down to what do i need to do to get her back under compliance well i'll ignore her i'll make her feel like she's awful and then when she comes back groveling when she comes back apologizing when she comes back trying to say all these things to apologize then i'll let her back in my life that's a lot of times what the silent treatment is intended for and what the silent treatment's purpose is of let me do this to make sure that i'm getting out of it what i want so the other person has to be punished or the other person has to know for sure that they did something wrong so then they have to make it up for to the narcissist Okay, so with this aspect then of why do they not even want to be in the same room? You also have different pieces bringing it into the cheating world of a lot of times being in the same room means there might be something that you catch them in or that you expose them on that they don't want you to see. Maybe it's the excessive time that he's spending on his phone. Maybe it's him using different apps to be able to hide communication to other women. Maybe it's all these different pieces where he's like, if you're in the same room, you're going to pick up on stuff. So let me get out of the room. And when I do, let me give you this like face of disgust. Okay. And the face of disgust isn't because he's necessarily repulsed by you, but he's repulsed by the aspect that he's going to be held accountable if you catch him. Or he's repulsed by the idea of like, I have to move out of the room so that my ego isn't attacked because I can actually live in integrity with you being in the same room. Think of it this way, like there'd be times that I would be annoyed because I had something in my mind that I wanted to do, like an unset expectation. And I would be like, this is what I want to do. I want to connect with this one person. I want to interact with this one person. I want to have this affair with this one person, whatever it might be. Like, I want this, right? Like, this is what I want in the moment. So I'd be like, okay, I want to text this person a bunch of like sexy texts and interact with this person that I was having an affair with. And then my wife would come into the room and I'd be like, oh. Like, gosh, why does she have to be here? Like the inconvenience piece. Have you experienced that with a narcissist where they feel where it feels like you're inconveniencing them? That's common as well because a narcissist will see you and be like, you're in the way of what I want. Not looking at you being like, oh, I want you in my life. Nope, you're in the way of what I want. So like in that illustration, like when I'm wanting to interact with someone and like years ago when I'm like wanting to interact with an affair partner, my wife comes in the room, I'm like, oh, gosh like so annoying and that annoyance would come out on her like would lash back out on her like she'd be asking a question or like trying to do something and i would just be frustrated be pissed off and she'd be like why are you upset be like no reason I'm not upset you know all this kind of stuff when all it was was trying to like move past the fact that i wasn't getting what i wanted 
you know, when you boil down a lot of narcissism, it comes down to a person who is not getting what they want and then they're mad about it. And it's going to come out in different ways. It's going to come out in different ways of future faking to get you to look at something else so they can do what they want. It's going to come out in different ways of gaslighting and making you not believe what you actually see, your current reality, and being lied to and then doubting like what you actually have seen or what you believe. Like All of this is typically to get to a place where the narcissist is getting what they want. So you can see this when you walk into a room and he walks right out or he can't stand that because he's frustrated because you're inconveniencing him. This is the hard part is people are like, what can I do to make it better? How can I work on it so that he accepts me or so that he loves me? And you can't. You can't change another person's perspective of you if they're not willing to actually acknowledge the things that are going on. So for instance, if he's cheating on you, you can't get him to love you more because he's not going to another person because he doesn't love you and because of, of how that connection is. It's because he doesn't love anybody doesn't love himself, doesn't love the other person, doesn't show care, respect for you or for the other person or for himself. All it is is like, what do I want in the moment? I want this, we're going this direction. I want this flavor, we're going this direction. I want this experience, going this direction. That's all it is. And that's the hard part is that it's hard to disconnect your worth and your feelings of like who you are from how he's treating you. Because then he goes out and cheats on you and then you're like, well, I must not be good enough. Well, maybe I did something wrong. Well, maybe I could have done something better and then he would have like stayed with me or would have interacted with me. Maybe I could have given him more sex. Then he wouldn't have gone to all the prostitutes. Maybe I could have done this and it would have changed. And you start to think all these other thoughts that start to beat you down, telling yourself that you're not good enough or you didn't do enough to save the relationship. When in reality, nothing you would have done would have changed the end result. That's the thing you need to understand is you could have been the most compliant wife ever and he still would have left. All it would have done would have either lengthened or shortened the time that you all were together. But at the end of the day, a narcissist is going after what he wants in the moment, what he wants, no matter who it hurts, and without taking any regard to the future of how it's going to impact other people. It's all about in the moment, what is he getting when he wants it? Okay. So when we talk through this aspect of why he might not be able to stand or be able to be in the same room as you is this disgust piece disgusted of stuff he's projecting onto you, disgusted because you're inconveniencing him, disgusted because he's trying to cheat on you and it's difficult when you're in the same room. There's all different aspects and probably many more that I'm not even talking about that happen when you're in a narcissistic relationship and there's that kind of disgust or disdain. Sometimes it's just to confuse you. Sometimes it's to push you away. Sometimes it's trying to reverse discard and start that process so that you actually start to move away from that narcissist so he can go do what he wants. Remember, a narcissist doesn't love you. It's just a means to an end. You're a transaction. You're something that the narcissist is using and doing to be able to get what they want. No matter who you are, no matter what's going on, no matter what you've gone through, there's no excuse for narcissistic abuse.